good uh, rhyme for today. Pod 14. Good rhyme. Pod um, 14 coming in clean. Ooh, that's it. Coming in clean? Pod 14 coming in clean. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. I like it. I I don't know. You're not I'm, in I'm love with it? I'm not a big it. fan of it now. Hey, well, can you think of better then? I mean, let's see how the episode goes, goes on, and... But we'll we have to, good. we're literally coming in clean. Uh, like, literally. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll plug our uh, our favorite thing in the world. We'll talk about how we're coming in clean. Coming in clean with Clean Cause Yerba Mate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we mentioned this on last pod, mm-hmm. I believe. Really exciting news. Mm-hmm. But, and maybe the pod before that. I don't know. But we've definitely brought it up a few times on pod because we're so excited about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think but it might I, have been two pods ago. Yeah, because that was when I went to Charlotte's hometown. Is when oh. I found out about it. When I had my first clean mm-hmm. yerba mate, and then mm-hmm. so yeah, my girlfriend has her foodstagram. Mm-hmm. We plug called. Before. Before the bite, all At one word. Before the bite, all one word. Instagram. And so she reached out to the Clean Cause Yerba Mate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. company because oh, we brought it up on Pod that day. You had it, and you're mm-hmm. drinking it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she reached out, and they sent over a sampler along with two T-shirts. And so today we drank a ton of mate, and we also wore the t-shirts and took a bunch of cute fucking pics mm-hmm. um so shout out to clean yerba mate great product great cause 50 percent huh. of the profits go to addiction and recovery mm-hmm. services and yeah it's a yeah, it's exciting thing to be a part of 160 milligrams of caffeine for a can um it's all cool. natural yeah it's, caffeine yeah it's tea right yeah it's a great alternative to coffee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of people are into that these days. Um, mm-hmm. Into the uh, the caffeinated drinks sector, I guess. Yeah, people are really Energy into it. Drinks and this actually, is like it's a new... interesting. That's the that's the one of the third most growing markets in the world. Wow, is uh, caffeinated energy drinks? Yeah, yeah, that's what I run on. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so. caffeine. Yeah, mainly coffee, but nowadays mm. more mate yeah i've seen more and more people having it who mm-hmm. love it so it's on the up and up so mm-hmm. thank you clean cause yeah, yeah, yeah. uh really love your stuff mm-hmm. and yeah, also so, and we, we want to say this isn't a sponsorship for us no uh, this is just a company that we really like um and have similar values to so shout well, out clean hey, who knows one day yeah uh, absolutely who knows hopefully somebody at clean is hearing this <laughs> You know what? I like those two guys talking <laughs> about clean mate, yerba mate on pod. So yeah. But also shout out to uh, my girlfriend yet again. Oh yeah, absolutely. She's absolutely. the plug, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of the one of the many people who helped make this happen. So mm-hmm. with the pictures and the the hookups and mm-hmm. the, all that jazz. Shout out her. Shout out her. Yeah, but um, what's going on with you though? <clears throat> Been busy, going on with busy, you week. busy, busy week, man. Oh, man. That's a lot of busies. That's like, I think it was like three, three four, times more least. busies than my um, week. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to my buddy's wedding. Uh, that was in Gloversville. This sounds so New fake. York. 
<laughs> it literally sounds like you're like making this shit up. Right. Loversville, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was nice to be there for him. It was like uh just in his backyard. Mm-hmm. They got all dressed mm-hmm. up and my weddings are cute. Yeah, they are. They are cute. I always feel good leaving a wedding. Yeah. It was nice watching too, like mm-hmm. when they were reading their vows. It was oh, nice. So cute. <laughs> oh, and like they fucking warms love my each heart. other so oh much. Oh my gosh, it warms my heart. It really yeah. does. Um but it was just like his like immediate family and uh brought my girl and mm-hmm. the couple. Um and also my buddy had his friend who did like the you know how you can go online and get ordained. Oh yeah. And then yeah. you can like marry people and you can actually baptize people too. Mm-hmm. I did didn't, not know about that. Know that. Yeah, that last um, part. I didn't know you could baptize. But yeah, so my other buddy ended up marrying them and like he put together a good speech about mm-hmm. like how they met and whatever. It was really nice. It sounds like uh, a cute event. Yeah, it was rainy, but it was like nice. It's still like at the core of it, it's still and the sun Beautiful. came out like right as they were like getting nah, married. Uh, and like shit. it was like yeah, a movie or some shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, and it was right. <laughs> it's wild. We decorated like this bridge that was over like a brook, right in their backyard. Mm. It was it was a nice scene. Mm. Um, on my way down there, I got my first ever speeding ticket. Finally, finally, I'm someone really caught your ass. Upset about it. <laughs> I bet. Did they get you good? Usually they nah, get you bad. Though. I mean, I feel like I think it's for like every mile per hour you're over the speed limit they'll do it by like x amount so yeah so i was going fast Mm -hmm. but the guy was nice and he said i was going 75 and the limit was 65 Mm. so at that limit it's like you there's also you can go up to 10 miles faster than the speed limit every mile per hour after that is actually the one that they start taxing right so he but he, yeah, he gave me the minimum or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he did me a solid sort of. Mm-hmm. He was a nice. He was nice yeah. about it. Usually, I feel like police officers in most cases are good. There are the rare ones that, yeah, are assholes. But right, those are the ones that we need to get rid of. When people are talking about all cops are bad, those specifically ones yeah. are the ones I'm trying to get rid too. of. He was funny too. He was like, he was talking wicked fast, and he mm-hmm. was like. And I talk really fast, so if you need to me to slow down, just tell me to slow down. Yeah. And I wanted, after the fact, I wanted to make a joke about him talking too fast. I should write yeah. him a ticket. <laughs> yeah, know? that's funny. <laughs> but like that's at the time funny, when yeah. you're getting pulled over, yeah, you can't, you ain't shit, got, you right? ain't got room for jokes. Yeah. <laughs> when you're getting pulled over and shit. But yeah, my first that's ticket. Hilarious. I've been that's pulled great. over before, but I mm. somehow never got a ticket. Yeah, white privilege. But yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, rocket, yo, you got it, bro, rocket. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> um, and then also, this morning was a crazy little thing that happened. Uh, it was lightly raining, and mm-hmm. I was on my way to pick up Z. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about how my buddy the other day, his truck like sort of like skidded and something because it was really light rain. And he says like, when the rain is really light, it allows oh, the yeah. oils in the ground to like rise up and like yeah because he was believing top. that it was worse when yeah. it's lightly raining right rather than like raining super hard because mm-hmm. that's when it allows for that type right. of thing and i was thinking about that while i was like taking this exit onto another highway mm-hmm. and then i look at my phone change the song and then i look up back at the road and 
the pickup truck in front of me is just like sideways, like mm. probably like 20 feet away from me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh shit, wait, he should be going straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, this per- isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> he proceeds to like spin out and slam into the divider. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just squeezed on by. I didn't know what to do in that situation. I had to pick you up. We had yeah. to get the process this is, of doing yeah. the pod going. Granted, Mike gets these, because this is the second time you've seen something like this where a truck has been in like on its side or oh, just yeah, not yeah. right in the past. I didn't like, really two see weeks. that last time, but yeah, but you still drove by. That's way more action than I've seen. Yeah. Myself personally on the road. So that's true. And the, the situations he's referring to is when we, I was driving to work and the entire highway was closed for a section. It kind of like, I'm going to give you guys a little preface to this. It kind of sounds like one of those like weird math problems you'd get in high school, which was like (laughs) a truck trips over and 5,000 Twinkies fall out, but a man (laughs) comes over and takes up 15. How many are left? Like (laughs) something like that, you know? But yeah, truck fell over, a bunch of bananas spilled out. And yeah, that's what it was, bananas. Like 50 other cars like slipped up on the bananas, and then it was like... <laughs> like it's Mario Kart. It's a Mario Kart I think there was 8. like 2,000 deaths, but yeah, yeah I was late for no, work. Crazy. It was bullshit. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was interesting to see that car. Mm-hmm. I've never been that close to a crash, mm-hmm. or like that significant of a mm-hmm. crash. Mm-hmm. So that was like, that definitely got my blood rate up a little yeah, bit. I bet. That's what it does. The last interesting thing that happened during the week this week was at work. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is cool. Yeah, I got two fifty percent tips. Rolling in, in money, baby. Rolling in money. It was crazy. Money, money Mike. Just like that, never, ever, ever happens. No, right? For people who don't know, that is rare, especially just to get even one fifty percent. One, I would have been like, yeah, one fifty is like, wow, that's fifty percent is like, wow, that's a great day. So you know that was I mean? like some of the fastest money I've ever made, mm-hmm. and it was also just nice to have really nice guests because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a lot of guests aren't as nice as that. No, no. The woman that was was like, oh, as soon as you started talking, I just thought. You're such a nice soul, and mm-hmm. you're such a nice boy, and mm-hmm. I don't know, really warmed my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not it's not often you get people like that who no, are no. just good people and understand like working in the service industry how tough it is, you know? Right. So that was a really that was like a, one of my highlights of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, blessings rising up for Mike. Look at you. Bless up. Bless up. Get your blessings up, not your funny up. Nah. You heard it here Get first. Your blessings up, Get your blessings up. You heard it here first. How was your week? Excuse me. Um Yeah, mine was not as eventful as Mike's. Didn't do as much. It was, my week was popping, so yeah. like it's hard to follow up yeah. with a week as boring as mine following Mike's, but um not that much. What I'm really excited for is um tomorrow I'm going to an escape room with few of my old buddies from college at umass um nice yeah we're doing an escape room we don't get to see each other that often so when we do it's always a good time uh i was curious about whether escape rooms were still happening or not yeah so i i I don't know i've never been to one but yeah now it's naturally like below six people four to six people is what they're advertising it as yeah um so it's perfect for our group i don't know if before it was like 15 people or whatever in a room at once but uh yeah, now they got them. Escape Room Worcester is where I'm going. Nice. Is there a theme? 
Um, actually, I think it's like some kind of like it's like a cyberpunk type theme. Like you're trying to escape some kind of like oh, wow. cyber reality. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so I was really excited for it. Just but I didn't want to overestimate myself or the group. Yeah, because I want to be able to finish. I was talking yeah, about that you. Can like, be hard. I get Mike. <laughs> me and Mike are talking about this. Like in a some one of my personality flaws at a time. Not to have one of those backwards personality flaws. My personality flaws. I'm too competitive. Yeah, something stupid (laughs) like that. That's not what I'm really going for here. (laughs) I'm trying to, because sometimes I get a little bit too competitive. And sometimes with games like that, if we're not able to finish, a piece of me is going to be upset. Like, Oregon's not going to be happy. You know what I mean? So I want to choose one challenging enough. You're an asshole. Sometimes. disregard all of our respect and friendship sometimes (laughs) this isn't an every time mike's drawn me out to be some kind of monster but (laughs) sometimes i could get a little bit critical and competitive but so i want to enjoy it so i want to get one that's difficult enough to challenge me but not too difficult that i don't finish so yeah well mike if you fucking maybe practice building every once in a while maybe we would have won this game (laughs) oh no so you guys can be the judge of it i don't think sometimes it's bad i can admit but i try and you're probably gonna punch i try my best at the escape room like a good friend should (laughs) i'm trying to bring us all up i'm trying to increase our blessings i'm trying to help us out i did that one escape room it was the south park themed one Mm -hmm. that was fun fun? yeah it was fun Mm -hmm. you guys didn't cheat right no they thought i cheated yeah, okay, people so just here, think that, yeah. You're not supposed to divulge the information, but whatever. Um, it was the, There was like an iPad in the room, right? Mm-hmm. And you were supposed to unlock the the code. It was like it had like a regular iPhone code. Okay. But um, there were clues in the room about There was a clue, and the clue was like, what's the price of, you know, the Asian guy, the Chinese mm-hmm, food mm-hmm, restaurant mm-hmm. guy? Yep, he was yep, like, yep. what's the uh, price of... God, what's that guy got called? I forget his name, but shitty walked. Yeah, what's the price of the shitty chicken mm-hmm. or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I like, I knew it was four digits, right? Mm-hmm. So I just started guessing, like yeah. nineteen ninety nine, whatever. Yeah. You know, all like ending in ninety nine or ninety five. Yeah, the like common. Yeah. So I just started guessing on those while mm-hmm. other people were doing other shit, mm-hmm. and then at the end of it, like the people that run the escape room were like. I just want to know, like, how'd you guys figure that out? Like, did you, did someone tell you that ahead of time or something? Because yeah. they thought, like, someone, but I was like, nah, I just fucking started Guess guessing. Those like, numbers. It's really not that many numbers it could be. Because nah. it usually Cause ends like, in 95 or 99. And nothing is going to be not, over, like, 20 bucks. Exactly, you know? exactly. So it's not like it's going to be. Just use my fucking deduction yeah, skills, bro. Big brain. Yeah. Big brain. Big brain energy over mm-hmm. here, bro. Mm-hmm. Um,. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, we got a couple of good topics for you guys. Um, today we'll be going into the Osborne effect and its effect on legacy automakers. Um, we also got some coronavirus and 5G conspiracies. And uh, naturally, we got our uh, existential questions to round us out. So, buckle up. Oh, listeners. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, this is a really cool one. I really enjoyed this um, this topic today, the Osborne effect. Um, it has a lot of interesting and weird repercussions 
but um really cool it's definitely an interesting topic yeah mm-hmm. i like these types of like effects like societal mm-hmm. social phenomenon mm-hmm. yeah so like um, the, you know the mandela effect no i don't think so i probably know it's it like, but uh, not well enough quick, to explain to someone quick i'm just gonna yeah. squeeze this in uh mm-hmm. mandela effect is like where like ah. the general the actual mandela thing is like everyone thought he died in prison or something but mm-hmm. he actually died like a couple of years ago or something yeah people thought he like died in the the 80s in prison mm. so this is one like oh curious george um either has, has a, a tail, tail or doesn't have a tail he definitely has a tail i don't it's think he does well that's the mandela effect right there right uh yeah look, look at he died in 2013 however countless people distinctly remember him dying in prison in the 1980s right mm-hmm. and then it's just jiff it's not called jiffy but people must people think jiffy, jiffy lube oh it's tunes not tunes huh. oh yeah this is a the sort of like bears a, yeah, there's an there's an A in Bernstein. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, see, he doesn't have a tail. I thought he never had a tail. I guess not. Curious George never had a tail. <laughs> huh? What else is a lie in my life? Oh, well, yeah. Sex and the city, not sex in the city. Febreze. But there's a lot of these. Yeah. It's just I like I like phenomena like this. Yeah, so yeah, similar to the um the the Mandela effect, it's generally just like a social phenomenon that we see. Uh today though we got the Osborne effect, which is another really interesting one. So the Osborne effect is a social phenomenon where product manufacturers create a perceived obsolescence of current products because of the premature announcement of future more advanced products. Um, so this is a huge thing right now, uh, due to, uh, legacy automakers and the future of electric vehicles. Uh, the effect itself was actually named after a computer company, Osborne computer company in 1979. Uh, the company is really cool to go into cause it actually is a microcosm for, the effect itself. That's why, hence the name Osborne effect. Uh, so the company was created by Adam Osborne in 1979 after he sold his book publishing company to McGraw Hill, which is known today as S and P global, which is the parent company of the S and P 500. That's crazy. I just thought I knew them as the book people. Yeah. They're like their logos on the back of like every fucking book. Oh, is it really? Yeah. McGraw it Hill. Is. Yeah. It is. That's what I was talking about earlier. That's why I, I like recognized it. Oh, I didn't recognize the name. I uh, recognized it because of S P Global and I'm like, yeah. what? And it's like the S P five hundred. So mm-hmm. you guys can see it must have been his Adam Osborne's company must have been successful for power players today, right. investing in it back then. Um so he created a pretty cool product. Um, he wanted to create a portable computer system that bundled software. 
So it was a hardware and computer software company, which sounds really similar to how Apple is today. Other Another large company who did exactly what he did. It's like a laptop, right? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. It was it was as close as it could. Granted, it's the 80s, so... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so he started the company, and he hired a software engineer, Lee Felsenstein, uh, to design the software of it, which is... So back then, the actual computer itself was priced at 1800 the Osborne 1. It had a 5-inch display, uh, two floppy disk drives, and 64 kilobytes of RAM. Whack. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> people who don't, people who know a little bit about RAM and computers, uh, and people who don't, the 2019 MacBook Pro comes standard with eight gigabytes of RAM, which is ridiculous amount more. This today. is crazy to think that like, well, it's a five inch display. That's like, a like iPhone a flop, five. A floppy disk is what like yeah six inch, like it's I like mean, five it's, all it, in itself. The, yeah, the right. floppy disk was probably bigger than the display. Right. Yeah. So the so you can you can think of how it's today it's large but back then it's like revolutionary technology it was yeah. it was created to fit under a um uh an airplane seating so it was supposed to be oh. really portable yeah hmm. um so yeah they uh, Adam Osborne uh, took the money that he got from uh, selling his book public publishing comp- company in 1979. And he founded Osborne Computing in January of 1981 and shipped the first Osborne Ones in July of 1981. Uh, The company also just had really great success Uh, right out the gate. um, They sold 11,000 Osborne Ones in the first eight months after its July 1981 debut and had 55,000 Osborne Ones on back order. I wonder how much like total data that is. What for sixty four gigabytes? It's so gigabytes? small. Gigabytes? What the fuck? Kilobytes. Are they kilobytes. Right. It would be. That's like. That's so probably little. like a couple gigabytes, or like <laughs> not even. It'd be yeah. like less. Um, yeah, but uh, they had fifty five thousand on back order. But keep in mind that the company believed that they were only going to sell ten thousand orders over the product's life cycle. So they thought. By the time it's all said and done, we'll only sell 10,000 of these. So Osborne right out the gate had trouble meeting this crazy demand. Mm-hmm. And the company grew from just two employees, Auburn, um, Osborne and Felsenstein, to 3,000 employees, generating over $73 million of revenue wow. in 12 months. So the company shot up yeah. real fast. That's like in January, they they had a product. Mm-hmm. And by late December, January of the next year, they had $73 million in revenue and 3,000 new employees. So this company was, at the time, I'm sure people believe this company was supposed to be the like biggest thing yeah, right. ever for computing at the time. I wonder if that's like revenue. They must have took money for the back-ordered ones, right? No, so that's well, I'm gonna get into it. That's the problem that they ended up having. So, uh, in early 1983, uh, Osborne Computing was still in production for the back-ordered Osborne ones, and at the same time, Adam Osborne really hurt the company's sales by campaigning for the more powerful 
Osborne executive to journalists. So they didn't even have this product yet, but he was telling these journalists like, hey, we, you guys are all talking about the Osborne one from last year, but look, next year we're going to come out with the Osborne executive, which is going to be more powerful, uh, more RAM, larger screen, and dealers quickly started canceling their orders for the Osborne ones in anticipation for the Osborne executive. So by July 1983, the Osborne one started selling for a much lower price. It initially was selling at 1800, but they had to they had to uh, cut the damages. They right, had to sell yeah. it for 1295. Then by August, just a few months later, it was selling for $995, just under 1000. Oh damn. So by this time, the sales just were not able to recover. They fucked up. They did. This is the true form of totally the Osborne pulled effect. pulled an Osborne, right? Yep, definitely pulled an <laughs> Osborne. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they started the company in 1979 and then went officially defunct in 1985. What's defunct mean? Just they don't have any money? Or... Yes, no, just completely... Uh, uh, um, it was pretty much just non-existent at the time. Oh, okay. Like it's pretty much just gone. Huh. Yeah, not even in from Fucking idiot. I know. <laughs> he literally created a whole effect. Like people study this now yeah. based on his mistake. That's That's interesting. I mean cuz Apple does that. They announce stuff Exactly, like... which is there's other studies on Apple in how they're but they immune just have to the Osborne like, effect. Yeah, they have all the. Uh... Well, iPhones are just so common now too. Like people mm-hmm. like need like it's. They're part of the ecosystem, right? It's like almost like a necessity, mm-hmm. and it's weird because it's like the new users for Apple. Mm-hmm. They're looking for those flagships, but for us, like I have an iPhone X, and even right now, the phones aren't advanced enough for me to be like. I need to get a new one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's yeah. for me, that's, that's where the Osborne effect is hitting, mm-hmm. but it's so minute for them that it doesn't matter. Cause they're always generating new users. Right. Yeah. You know, what's interesting. Uh, I don't want to interrupt, mm-hmm. but I've been seeing a lot of more flip phones on the rise. Flipping now. That, yeah. Like the razor. And I've mm-hmm. also seen like a Samsung flip. Mm-hmm. And I'm like curious. Galaxies fold. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that's gonna tank. I don't think I'm not really into it either. It's, unless Apple makes one. Exactly. They know because it's always weird. Like for the longest time, there's been USB Type C, which is yeah, it is in reality just a better cable than the Lightning cable that people get with their iPhones. Right, yeah. But. People are like, oh, well, USB-C is not fully going to pop, like, fully become what it's supposed to be until Apple includes them in iPhones instead of the Lightning Cable. Because USB Type-C can do pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. You can connect USB Type-C to a TV and connect it to your laptop. You can also charge. You can also send information between computers. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, I knew that. It's like it's just a super cable that can just do so much more. Then, but, but part of port. Apple is like, you know, keeping their products sort of like exclusive by, you know, doing the lightning cable thing. Mm-hmm. That like made an that was 
caused an upset in mm-hmm. the public mm-hmm. when that came out and also like taking the headphone jack out so like you have to buy yeah so they can they can they can um create a problem then sell you the solution right, yeah that's like fucking purdue pharma bro mm-hmm. it is sort of evil it is and um, it's it's crazy though because for the first year of things like that where apple will do disruptive things like that other companies will jump on it and be like oh we still have phones with with headphone jacks yeah yeah. oh we still right. have phones with Unlike usb types here yep and then like, next the next year those same companies will come out with their airpod uh competitors yeah or yeah. their new type of bluetooth headphones every single company that made fun of apple for taking out of their headphone jack mm. shortly after came out with a flagship phone without a yeah. headphone jack so it's just how apple just creates the trends for real mm-hmm. mm. so uh, we're now on apple podcast yeah. by the way so oh, yeah. check us oh, out oh yeah we are on apple, apple. yeah yeah <laughs> not 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 uh not saying anything bad about Apple, just no, observations. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, but let's I wanna get back to just uh so how does the Osborne effect uh connect to Legacy Legacy Auto? Um I just wanna reiterate that the Osborne effect is a social phenomenon where product manufacturers create perceived obsolescence of current products because of a premature announcement of future, more advanced products. This is exactly where electric vehicles fall with legacy automakers. Can I clarify? Is a legacy auto just non-electric vehicles? Yeah, so all, ge- yep, all general okay. car companies. Um, That's what I figured, but mm-hmm. just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so the problem is, is that legacy auto can't promise a future with electric vehicles because it may cause current gas vehicles, internal combustion engine vehicles, owners to be like, Oh, well in five, 2025 Ford's going to come out with a, with an all electric truck. Like right, I can't yeah. wait for that truck. So you know what? I'm going to keep my 1993 Ford, whatever fusion. Yeah. Ford truck. And I'm going to wait for that new, electric vehicle in 2025 but what happens is that's going to cut into ford sales of their internal combustion engine vehicles while people are holding for that new electric vehicle Mm -hmm. this is a catch-22 though because ford is not investing into the production of electric vehicles so they can't make promises for electric vehicles and they can't produce them, mm-hmm. not at scale, not to the scale that people would want them if they were to promise them. Right. So Legacy Auto is in a weird position, and they're either naturally going to fall into the Osborne effect by promising new electric vehicles and having people not buy them, or they're going to try and keep it to the status quo and selling people gas vehicles. Yeah, I feel like um, once, like, electric vehicles first started, mm-hmm. like, co- car companies were beginning to, like, advertise, like, oh, we have this, like, the fucking, what was the Leaf? Who had the Leaf? Nissan, Nissan. Leaf. Mm-hmm. Yep. I used to see ads for that. I don't see ads for no. 
any electric vehicles no. anymore. No electric vehicles. A lot of times the car I bet companies they like ran those ads and then like they fi- they caught like they ran into this issue. Yeah. And then they stopped. Because it's it's literally because you're telling people about an inferior product. Yeah, yeah. Like think about if you just go to like a soap store and it's like, Oh, well, we have this new like hybrid soap that can wash your hands and other people's hands. Then there's another third soap that's just like, you never have to wash your hands again. Just use it once. You'll be like, wait, why am I even here? Why am I even (laughs) here for soap? Like, it doesn't even make any sense. Like, it's real similar what's happening with gas vehicles. They have these gas vehicles that they're advertising to people. Then they're trying to sell them a small alternative that's Mm that's a bridge technology, which is hybrid technology. But the true answer is electric. Mm-hmm. So you're just leading people down the path. If you're giving them an inferior Nissan Leaf, shorter range, smaller vehicle, they're just going to think, okay, well, what's the best car? What's the best electric car I can get? Yeah. And they're yeah. pretty much just pointing them to Tesla. To Tesla, yeah. Which is different. Like That's exactly the new flagship of of electric cars. So it's really it's a tough position. Yeah. Um. But it really comes back to the infrastructure that Legacy Auto has not been investing into. So mm-hmm. I want to give this, this. I found this really interesting. From 2012 to 2019, Ford spent $29.3 billion in advertisements, averaging $2.44 billion a year. So most people don't know this, but Tesla Gigafactories, where they create all of the electric vehicles and batteries for their fleets cost about $2 billion to produce. And Tesla only has three gigafactories right now with, I think, two or three more coming. Mm-hmm. But if Ford just spent even a fraction of the billions that they were spending from 2007 to 2019, they could have already outpaced Tesla in creating an electric infrastructure. But instead, they decided to put into advertising and keep that majority of people um, in the dark about how capable and efficient electric vehicles are. Yeah. American company. I know. So it's just just a uh, weird place. I don't know if my question, I just don't know if it's going to fix or repair daily. Right. Hmm. Have you heard that? Mm-mm. No, that's what like the that? acronym for Ford. Really? Fix or repair daily. F O R D. Which is it's funny <laughs> you said that though. Like, it's really crazy that you said that because that's another piece of this where electric cars don't need to be fixed and repaired daily, or even because yeah. there's so fewer moving parts in the vehicle. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's impossible for failure, but. It's a much smaller margin of error. Yeah. So you're you're gonna be having these cars for a much longer period of time, and it's gonna be a lot less cost, a lot less cost to keep the vehicle running. Mm. So it's just a really um interesting place to see where Legacy Auto will go, because the majority of them in the next, I'd even say forty years, probably won't be here. Right. Unless they pivot. Well, it's like, I also, whenever I think about like the world transitioning to only electric cars, I know like people will like 
NASCAR drivers and like people who just like love driving. Mm-hmm. Like what are they're gonna like be like? Be oh, the well, hardest you fucking can't take my cars. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I like doing donuts and mm-hmm. fucking driving in the dirt. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's hard to imagine a world like that. Yeah, everyone trans transitioning into just electric cars. Mm. It's also weird because there's already places where this is happening. If you look at Norway, 50% of the vehicles on the road in Norway are electric. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Norway's really far ahead. They're really big on um, renewable energy and... Norway is cool, I believe. Yeah. That's what a lot of people say. I was Yeah, we talked on pod. People were talking about moving. Yeah, moving yeah, out of the yeah. country. That was one of the places that... Norway or Canada. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were saying that. I think Norway was the place where I, t- I was talking about... I saw something saying that the minimum... Wa- like, you can, like, grow financially off a minimum wage job because mm-hmm. the minimum wage is high enough so that you yeah. can, you know, live. live somewhere and, like, save mm-hmm. money. Hey, huh? I don't know. Norway's looking pretty good. That's all I'm going to say. Keep it up, Norway. Shout out to Norway. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Norway. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully um, more people just find this information interesting, learn a little bit about the Osborne effect. Um, yeah, but it's really a interesting place to see where legacy automakers are. Yeah. And where they're going. And uh, don't be an Osborne, no. right? Do not be an Osborne. Because he's a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I'm going to get into the coronavirus and 5G conspiracies. Next segment coming in. Next segment. Um, mm-hmm. So I just found this article. Um, I remember hearing about this like midway through quarantine. I don't know if you did we talk about it. We definitely talked about 5G and people thinking that 5G like was transferring gonna, and it's going to make like cause cancer in people. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We did talk about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so apparently there's just this like sort of subsection of scientists or yeah, I think it's scientists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a group. Like it is a group. Sort of you know, have credentials, Mm -hmm. but somewhere like in the process of people posting, you know, articles and shit that they're, they like sort of through the cracks, they get like shitty information out and Mm -hmm. people believe it. Mm -hmm. This is a big problem too, beyond just even the coronavirus and 5g conspiracy. There are small factions of scientists who just push out, uh, it really is pseudoscience. Of, mm-hmm. They have slight uh, research into it, but not really on a solid basis. They're right. just trying to perpetuate a story because mm-hmm. that's that's a scientists. They all just want to be famous, just as yeah. as it is definitely for the scientific revelations. But they want to be the first ones to say yeah, something, to like discover shit. Yeah. And like, so they know. so sometimes scientists will come out and say things prematurely or mm-hmm. do things prematurely without sufficient evidence and like shit to back it up. Exactly. So that's with one of like this conspiracy is that five G and coronavirus are somehow related. Yeah. Right. So this article I found said 
One paper titled 5G Technology and Induction of Coronavirus in Skin Cells was retracted in late July after it received widespread criticism from scientists on social media for being shoddy pseudoscience. The diagrams featured clip art and one showed two vertical arrows labeled tower casting over casting what the authors label as millimeter waves uh, and radio waves onto a cell. An arrow exits from the cell and points at a drawing of a virus which has been labeled COVID-19. So, I mean, clip art is a red flag there, I think. (laughs) Even just, I don't, like, why do we need scientists to even come out and debunk this? (laughs) Like, if you just read this out loud, you're like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) I've wondered, like, what people think, like, you know... Like, fucking don't text me over 5G if you got corona, or else you might fucking send that shit right to my noggin, bro. It's really funny, (laughs) though, but, like, there is a group who definitely believes this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, it might be a small minority, but... Well, the funny thing is, like, when I was looking at the article, there's this other side article saying there's these videos showing people burning down 5G cell phone towers over the coronavirus conspiracy theories. So there's definitely people that are, like very much believe this and like are going out and being active in trying to stop it through <laughs> violent and like destructive means. I don't even know what what do you tell people like what do you tell people just read? Like can you please just read <laughs> read other shit. Yeah, read you know, something read. more like That's why you just got to be careful like nowadays with like well there are going to be people that want to get famous like these scientists mm-hmm. and like it's just hard to keep that you know just so hard i think that more people should just read more than one thing like yeah. just don't read one article it can't and like just question be, shit you know yeah. don't just like reach and be like oh okay mm-hmm. i'm gonna go burn down uh yeah oh seriously <laughs> I like actually read an article how can you so... get so riled up so quick i like, know about something like this or like you just band together as a group and you just all just believe it so strongly it's crazy um But after that paper was retracted, the journal posted a notice on its original landing page saying that the article showed evidence of substantial manipulation of the peer review. (laughs) Yeah, you think? So people just, you know, doing whatever they want pretty much Mm. and posting, like, like, air quotes, fucking credible stuff, and it's making people burn down cell phone towers. Mm. Um, And it's funny, in the article says like the the people who reached out to the editor uh of the open access macedonian journal of medical sciences which was the the um like the article that posted this the producer like the yeah hmm. um five articles were retracted the next day and the editor did not respond to our request for comment. Mm. <laughs> this is definitely just somebody who wanted to just spew nonsense and direct anger in right. a direction. So they just tried to stir it up as well as possible. It was effective. Oh, yeah. yeah. They uh, really shook a lot of shit up because mm-hmm. a lot of people believed it and a lot of people took action mm-hmm. against it. Um, it's just like a crazy thing to hear about really though because like we're in this pandemic there's so much unknown shit Mm, so much more important shit to be 
also the, the people that were like trying to get our information from scientists and like you know etc are yeah manipulating information mm-hmm. in order for them to mm-hmm. like get personal gain mm-hmm. this is where all these conspiracies come up though about things like this because it's like well when the people who control the information are just spewing what their own um their own ideas yeah then it can just really create a public reaction to it mm-hmm. it's just really dangerous times are like living in um no really yeah questionable weird times uh, yeah where we have to like really be careful about what we listen to what mm-hmm. we believe what we listen to mm-hmm. what we do online mm-hmm. maybe yeah absolutely and it's all just based on just questioning your surroundings and questioning the information that you're given i think that uh everyone should definitely uh question the media that they're receiving because it's it's interesting because it's just how big companies are controlling what we see and hear just like um where it was interesting i had someone who who do you where i was seeing them at somebody who was a known conservative and trump supporter was saying how um the democratic party was trying to start a war and riots if trump won mm-hmm. which is the opposite of where my party sees it and believes that trump's party is the one where if we were to um go to war it'd be started from them yeah but yeah. he was literally like every single video i see on my news feed every single feed that i see on my social media is telling me that like that the democratic party is evil and they're doing x y and z but it's like oh shit like this guy's just saying exactly what people in my party say like everybody right. on their social media just sees the opposite you know what yeah. i mean it's just literally based on things that you like and things that you see and the algorithm will start pushing right yeah the narrative that it believes you think so mm-hmm. it may not be accurate but that's just what you receive that's crazy. We talked about this on uh was it Todd 12 about these know. these these AI that they're creating that create oh, the news yeah. feed for you and this mm-hmm. is how it happens. This is why people just get such different feeds. Right. And you know what mm. I've always thought is crazy is that you know I don't know exactly what it is but like Fox and CNN oh yeah like Everybody knows that they have like biased, huge bias opinions or mm-hmm. agendas, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why? I don't understand how that's just like accepted, mm. you know? Because they're that's supposed the to be like telling us what's going exactly. on, and they should biased. Yeah, exactly. it should be unbiased, but like mm-hmm. people just know that and like give it a pass, sort of. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, there's no way to like take them down or whatever, yeah. but like it's. It, I understand. And this is this goes into what we were gonna speak on too. Is that big time media? is in a way fading because what happened because let's just say this jeff bezos he owns the wall street journal if he does he yeah he bought or the washington post one of them um he bought like a very affluent well-known news outlet yeah probably like three years ago okay but i think one in one of those articles someone at the the um Someone at the uh, the news outlet wrote a bad story about about him. No, about oh. it was about like another competing company. But okay. people were upset because they're like, 
how can you have someone write all this information about my company when you own the company? Yeah. They thought it was anti-competitive because it's like Mm -hmm. me, I work at my little shop. I don't have a news outlet to theoretically pump out stories to push the masses in my direction. So it's like you're kind of taking away from my bottom line because you own this right he's newspaper. like controlling the media and exactly like to his favor exactly so it just trickles down yeah it's crazy how that all just works mm-hmm. and like it's like controlling the government and uh, it does and it's, it just is a re it's because how powerful are these people you know right. if he can control what we see and what the information that we would get how can we really create an actual idea of what this person is like right it's also fucked up and skewed it is very much so but we don't want to get into the complete negatives about it like guys people listening we're not completely like so pessimistic about it because now the internet no man what's the point okay (laughs) okay for you guys who are actually listening (laughs) the because because there's a lot more um right now people are getting more of a platform on the internet and they're getting a lot more information from unbiased, small local reporting, uh, media outlets, even like ourselves. Yeah, I guess. So it's not like, I feel like, and you can even speak on this too. I believe our generation or even generation below above us and below a lot more of their media is getting, is being brought to them by social media oh below us yeah yeah even e- even above us they're not getting as much information directly from cnn or yeah. only from cnn that's true or only from fox again a better diet of information that's true that's but that's why people have to be educated on like how to recognize yeah fake news and mm-hmm. recognize fake articles mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just to be aware of like yeah. what what's out there and whatever because right now it's pretty open but i think that a lot more people in power are trying to be able to control more of it yeah the information that we get so Mm -hmm. in our lifetime there will be more fake news stories than ever right now is only the beginning Mm -hmm. so you just gotta get better at recognizing fake articles yeah um anything from the onion is probably not true. Yeah. I've learned. More likely to die. Yeah. yeah. All right. Should we yeah, get I'm even good on- deeper into a deep oh, yeah. talk? We are going down the rabbit hole. We're to our Dun dun dun. Yeah, we got our next and for and first existential question that's, of the day. That's one we could have a sound soundboard noise for this segment. Oh yeah. Hey, that's that's like, blah, 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 blah. you know like a twinkling, <laughs> like a really tr- <laughs> yeah I guess. <laughs> or you know what you remember um or a gong. What's that guy's name for um Doodle Bob? Who the fuck's Doodle Bob? Oh, you know remember uh, Doodle Bob? SpongeBob. Why the like fuck nemesis? would we do that? Why did you think of that? <laughs> I was thinking oh, of like <laughs> I was thinking of like weird noises we could do like <laughs> existential questions and <laughs> Yeah, people who know. That'd be funny. Yeah, it'd be like, yo, why? (laughs) That definitely doesn't make sense. Like, absolutely not. That's true. It would fit our shtick. That would fit our (laughs) shtick. 
All right, fucking lay it on me. All right, so as you guys know. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Let's take our fucking oh, communal yes, breath, yes, right? Yes, Let's yes. gather our... <sighs> and then gonna inhale in three, two, one, inhale. Really set the mood, set I'm the tone. centered now. Existential questions coming. You know how it is. Eyes closed. Everybody just relax. Imagine yourself on a beach. A nice evening. A vacation away uh, from a virgin pina colada or a regular uh, pina colada if you're one, a regular whatever person. Feeling, whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you're really feeling. Whatever you want to drink. It's on. It's on DTMS. But please don't send me any invoices. We don't have the money for that. <laughs> but all right guys so i got a good one for you as you know for the past couple of weeks we've been asking existential questions and we got one if there was a cure for covid and it was you you are the cure for covid and the only way for them to actually extract the cure is if you had to die you have one last month of life and unlimited resources to do whatever you want for the last month. What are you doing? Wow. Um, so it's already established. You already are going to be the cure and you are going right, to and pass you're away. gonna die in a month. Yeah, but you only have a month. <laughs> I would probably travel a lot first. Yep. Um, you said unlimited resources. Unlimited I could just resources. jet around everywhere. Yeah, so you could fly everywhere, the fastest jet, personal plane. Okay. Unlimited money. Okay. The world is pretty much giving you all this money and allowing you to do all this stuff because you're the cure and you have to die. So it's like, all right, give them a month. Okay. Um. I would, yeah, I would travel a lot. Um, I would try to travel with all, like, my closest friends and family. Um, play some video games. I don't know. I would just want to, like, do everything that I would. It does make you burp, doesn't it? Yeah. The year of the um, month, it does make you yeah. burp. It's good though. Just so you know, it's Love delicious, it. but it makes you burp definitely. And it definitely gets me jumped up and jiving. Oh yeah, definitely. This has been fueling this podcast. Oh yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be asleep if it weren't for a clean mm-hmm. yerba mate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is a tough one though, cause mm-hmm. a month is a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Can I? Um, all right, I'm gonna give you give you time to think about it, and I'm gonna give you where this question came from. Uh, one of my another good friend of mine asked me this question and I said that I was gonna travel the world and like, uh, uh, eat the best food naturally. Like you bring my friends, family, show Mm -hmm. them things, be places, go on a crazy, ridiculous hike, like do all this, like interesting things. He was the complete opposite of me. He's like, that's all you're going to do. He's like, I'm going to live it like it's GTA. He's like, I'm going <laughs> to shoot shit up, blow things up, Whoa. rape village. I'm like, bro, what is <laughs> wrong with you? He's wow. like making fun of me for being like, 
Mr. Positivity and being <laughs> like, he's like, oh, yeah, you're going to travel the world. You're going to hike. I'm like, what? <laughs> Complete opposite of the reaction that I thought I was going to get. I thought he was going to say something wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> but no. I don't know. I would try to keep I would keep it wholesome for like most of the month, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I'd li- maybe this is, you know, a hard maybe cuz I might after up le- like leading up to that month, I might just get so grateful mm-hmm. for like what I did get to do and mm-hmm. shit that I might want to just go out sober and stuff Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. like there is a part of me that might that's that part that i'm thinking about might want to get high (laughs) yeah i don't know yeah if i'm being honest (laughs) that's what i thought you was gonna say yeah i thought you were just gonna say yeah every day i'm just gonna because i thought about that then nah that'd be fucked up because then i wouldn't enjoy fully going out like that you can't yeah yeah, you can't be like you can't have a clean mind right you're like that's because i'm really grateful for the sobriety that i have it does allow me to experience Mm -hmm. life to like the fullest Mm -hmm. and so, I mean, it definitely crossed my mind, like, at the end, but I don't know. I feel like I might go the whole month sober just mm-hmm. to fully experience the life that I'm able to, mm-hmm. like, traveling and eating. Like, yeah, some seeing, shit you wouldn't be able to crazy taste. crazy things, yeah. Seeing things you could cr- like, because you have so much wealth behind you. So, it's right. like, what did you want? I said, I want to go to space. Like, oh, I would yeah. definitely want to go to space, like... And you go, cool, like, yeah. to the deep ocean. See things that, like, most people would not be able to see and do. I would definitely have a limitless supply of yerba mate in my hands. Oh, what? That's, like, already. How are you going to be able to get through the entire... Because you yeah, do have right. so much to do. You're going to yeah. need some caffeine. Like, yeah, there's too no, much to sure. do in this world. I wouldn't be, like, going caffeineless. Oh, no. You need that Yeah, shit. you have to be up 24-7. Um, but you said food and traveling. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else? Space. That was the big one. Hiking. I'd maybe like paragliding. Yeah, some exciting shit like that, like <laughs> jumping out of a plane. Yeah, or, like uh, skydiving. Probably go on like roller coasters. Mm-hmm. Um, See a volcano in person. That'd be cool. Um, I had one other thing I forget. A lot of things come to mind before I think of going out like GTA, quote unquote. Nah, yeah, fuck that. I don't like have a. I don't know. I'm not like looking to cause chaos or like. Yeah, this is my last month. (laughs) Yeah, like I'm gonna blow shit up. (laughs) Like that's crazy. Like stealing a car is like got to be a rush. But like I don't know. I'd rather be comfortable for my month. I wouldn't want, like... I feel like you'd be, like, a superhero, Like, if everybody knew that you were the guy who was going to die, like... Yeah. It'd be like, oh, he's stealing a car? Sick! Record him! <laughs> Take it. Yo, he's Fuck stealing it. it. Let's go! It wouldn't even be that fun. No, it wouldn't yeah. be fun, because the police aren't going to really, like, come <laughs> after you unless yeah, you're doing you're something save crazy. everybody's life. Yeah, Fucking what are you going to do? Go ahead. Arrest the guy who's saving the world? Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Uh... I would try to fly, I think, too. What do you mean? Like, literally? Yeah, like, fly. no, no, no. I mean, like, in a plane or a jet. Oh, try to fly a plane? Yeah. Oh, what? And you so, flew, like, a crazy plane that flew, like, the fastest plane in the world? That'd be fuck, yeah. So, I forgot to mention this. Over the weekend, or over the wedding, when I saw my buddy that I haven't seen mm-hmm. in a while, he's been doing flight lessons, and you know what's crazy oh, about it? What? You have to do, for some of the testing, you have to do stalls. Really? Some of the stalls. So there's like two stalls, technically. That's scary. Yeah, right. So you go straight up and like you cut the engine off Mm. and then 
some like a bunch of shit goes off and you mm-hmm. have to like wait till like the nose turns down mm-hmm. and that's then like so you restart scary. it and shit and it, when he was explaining i was like oh my god that's fucking Sounds terrifying so scary but i guess it's like the most extreme cases for landing mm. and the most extreme cases for taking off mm. is like why you have to practice that. Yeah. I thought so that scary. was interesting. That is interesting. I Super didn't, scary though. Yeah, I didn't really expect like mm-hmm. I thought when he was saying like, oh yeah, I'm taking flying lessons. Like mm-hmm. he was just like, you know, staring. Yeah, if you're in like, <laughs> or you're, because a lot of times people think, oh, you're flying lessons just on like a, um, like with the uh, simulations. Yeah, yeah. But, like that's scary as shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Just yeah. imagine like fucking going straight down, people straight into ride the water coasters. Yeah, right. Yeah, but that's. <sighs> Yeah, I want to touch on that one last thing, too. I met, probably said this on pod before, but I had a couple come to the restaurant, and they were, uh, the guy had a pilot's license and a little plane, Mm -hmm. and he said he was flying across the country, going to every single baseball stadium with his wife, and going to the opening day game. So Mm -hmm. he started in California, and he was in Boston. He said he was going down the East Coast now. Yeah. at the time so that's cool flight lessons for me that seemed really interesting like something i would love to do like that'd yeah. be something really interesting to share with someone maybe uh scuba diving mm-hmm. would be another thing i might do mm-hmm. um that's about it mm-hmm. i want to go inside a cool cave mm-hmm. scary too yeah that's a cool um yeah guys let us know what you think of uh this existential question and some of your answers. Yeah, you, you're think gonna about be it. high the entire month, or you're yep. gonna do something with yourself. <laughs> you're gonna live a life second to none. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> so yeah, that's it. You're the cure for COVID, but the only stipulation is you have to die, and you only give one month to live, but in endless resources during that month. What would you do? Let us know. Mm-hmm. DM us at DTMS underscore podcast mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think. Um, if you guys have another question that you guys want to hear asked, we'll uh, name drop you at the start of the pod and yeah. uh, get into your question at the end. Definitely or if you send you us shout out, if you send us answers, we'll uh, give a short uh, summary of them and a shout out at the beginning of pods. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. So hit us up. Yeah, let us know. At DTMS underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Nice being here again. Thanks again to Clean Yerba Mate. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I love mm-hmm. this shit. And I love the cause. So keep it up. Yeah, go out there. Try and if you guys like Mate, it's a great one to support. All right, guys, signing off. Signing off. Thanks for tuning in. This is Mike and Z. Does that make sense? Let's see ya. Bye. Bye. Peace out, y'all.